and uh, joined on the line this evening to uh, talk more about this by your founder and CEO, Wandile Kumalo. Mtungwa, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening, Kiazi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us. No, not a problem at all. Thank you very much for having me and putting me to your listeners. Wandile, let's maybe start off here. I mean, just the motivations behind setting up uh, this particular app. And I guess the app is the um, sort of uh, platform you've built for it. But I guess what it does is probably much bigger than just an application. Yeah, that is indeed correct. Um, So, you know, the motivation behind Spike is um, obviously for myself, having personally um, gone through depression and had first-hand experience of the challenges associated with it, um, not only that, but I mean, for me, the final straw was um, obviously hearing about a young third-year engineering student who actually went out to seek help at a counseling unit. And due to the limited number of practitioners, uh, mm-hmm. there was a long waiting time, and unfortunately, she was triggered and she committed suicide. So further to that, uh, I thought to myself, there's got to be something that we can do where we leverage technology to not only break down the stigma that's associated with mental health, but to make it a lot more accessible and affordable to um, you know the African mm-hmm. population. Yeah, yeah. And look, let's be honest. I mean, I'm doing therapy is not cheap. Um, I mean, just the sessions and how you know that type of support is structured makes it very inaccessible to many people who might not have you know the amounts that are required. I mean, if if, if you just give or take, do say four sessions uh, in a month. Uh, depending yes. on where you would do these sessions and if you're doing it via private channels, um, that's more yes. than, I guess, 2,000 rand, uh, which is probably not the type of disposable income that's sitting uh, you know, in the hands of many people. Uh, so, so I think there's that barrier. But also the other issues is how overstretched the public service is insofar as some of this is concerned. And, and you, you guys are really solving, I guess, for, for that particular problem. 100%. Um, so we do understand that it, it's, you know, it can be very expensive to access care. So um, that's something that we identified very early. And for us, we looked at how we could leverage corporate partnerships as well as working with actual universities to obviously uh, make the access to care a lot more affordable. And what I mean by this, uh, for example, um, understanding the markets that we focus on, we support students, and uh, we do this by uh, working with Adapt IT, who we have a partnership with, to partner with the universities and actually collaborate with the counseling units to um, offer additional capacity because what we've also seen is that, um, you know, governments can't absorb all the practitioners that we have in the country. And as a result, we find that um, there's uh, some practitioners that are obviously spread out across the country and through the use of technology, we are then able to capacitate the universities to be able to accommodate, um, you know, the necessary help that students need. And if we look at the um, employee wellness sector, Again, the corporates are the ones that actually cover the cost of care, uh, enabling their staff members and families to have access to uh, our platform and actually be able to chat to practitioners. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about, I guess, uh, how it functions um, and how, in many ways, you sort of bridge this gap to care. Uh, Talk to us about how this platform works. Okay, cool. So basically, um, like we said, Spike is obviously a wellness platform that basically looks at um, online and offline coordinated care. And, and how we go about doing this is that uh, people can simply just download the app and uh, when they sign up on the platform, they go through um, an algorithm that we've got where they answer a series of questions that basically help us uh, better understand their presenting themes 
And then from there, we're able to uh, connect them with suitably qualified practitioners. And then once that's done, um, you know, the client is able to make a selection and then go on to book the, 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 the actual session. And once that is done, it can either be, as you said, through video, telephonic, or text support. But for us as sites, because we're not just a virtual um, you know, platform, we also look at um, the offline side of uh, mental health. And, and, and what we mean by this is that we're able to identify cases that need a face-to-face intervention. And from that, we refer to our affiliate network of practitioners around the country. And uh, should there be a need, or psychiatric uh, uh, intervention, we're also able to do that where we have a partnership with one of the largest psychiatric hospitals, which basically helps us fast-track um, access to, to, to the actual hospitals. And, and I mean, just, just when you... I mean, if, if I'm going on a platform, maybe talk to me, I, I guess, how, how that would work. So uh, I... Go online. Um, I have access to all this entire suite of services. But if I'm in need of any offline support, there's a mechanism on the platform that allows me to do that. So basically, with regards to the offline side of things, um, that would be uh, identified by the actual practitioner where you would obviously understand that you now need to be referred to the face-to-face environment. We're able to do that. But not only that, I mean, going back to your point about, you know, the costs that are associated with uh, access to care, we look at the mental health journey overall where we're also able to then provide um, additional uh, uh, support tools that they can use, such as breathing exercises, meditations, um, online virtual support groups. And I mean... Some of these support groups that we actually run, we actually open them up and allow people to actually join, um, whether it be uh, you know students or just general public. And that mm. obviously for us as a business, that goes back to um, you know providing the access to care and enabling people to actually be able to reach out to to someone. Sure, sure, sure. So in a sense, this is this becomes like a, a repository of resources, support resources, be it you know. Um, a comprehensive library, blogs, assessment tools, uh, you know, and then, of course, much of what you've mentioned as part of self-care, the meditation tools, the, you know, the breathing exercises and all of that. And all of that sits alongside the telehealth platform. That is indeed correct. And again, for us, it's all about uh, understanding the, the actual patients and ensuring that we're able to guide them through and make sure they get the necessary um, assistance. Okay. And how do you make money? So, uh, basically, um, you know, as a platform, what we do is that, um, you know, we charge a a fee to actually work with these corporates and actually manage, uh, for example, whether it be the students uh, that they're providing support to or if it's through the employee wellness programs, uh, that's where we basically charge a a management fee uh, to be able to obviously cater for their employees. And not only that, but uh, we also encourage Um, you know, organizations to have a better understanding of what preventing themes their population is going through. And what we've seen in the past, it's it's generally a blanket approach where people just assume that on the 10th of October, that's when we talk about World Mental Health Day. But whereas us as a platform, because we've got our our finger on the pulse in terms of what's happening in society, what are people struggling with, we are able to give that kind of information back to these organizations so that they have better tailored uh, intervention uh, um, strategies. And so that 
obviously forms part of um, you know the care that we provide, and hence we charge the fees that we charge. Mm-hmm. So maybe to clarify again, uh, so who picks up the bill? Uh, it would be the corporate, uh, the corporate that pick up the bill. Okay, all right, um, mm-hmm. and and then of course the. Because in a sense, I mean, one would think that you're co-creating value here with many participants on the platform. Um, yes. They benefit from getting access to some of the resources. You benefit by being able to crowd in all of those resources, reviews, comments, suggestions, uh, experiences that people might have had. Um, is there any value that then accrues to sort of users uh, on this platform? Um, and, uh, you know, how is that value extended, if at all? Yeah, so with regards to the value that we are able to um, actually draw is that for us, over time especially, we're able to understand in terms of the challenges that people go through and we're able to make the right kind of recommendations as to, you know, what kind of support that we can provide. And again, it all boils down to um, the understanding of of the data that's associated uh, uh, with mental health. And then on the other side, for the practitioners that we work with, I mean, for them, uh, what we do is that we actually uh, manage their, their back of office. And what I mean by this, we manage uh, their booking. We ensure that, uh, you know, the, the fees are paid and mm-hmm. we collect all of that for them. And, and basically it ends up being that the practitioners are running their own virtual private practice and we do all the back of house support system for them. Mm-hmm. So that's the value that we also provide for our practitioners. Okay, okay. And they're the ones, of course, who foot the bill. Uh, because in a sense, uh, when you run that back of office support, they would be charged a fee for that, I would think. That's, that's, that is indeed correct. Okay. So now talk to me about adoption. I mean, um, you know, how long have you guys been running this? How many uh, practitioners have come on board? And how big, I guess, is the community of uh, users that has made uh, um, you know, use of some of the uh, resources and tools uh, that you have on the platform? Yeah, so with regards to the actual business and in terms of its existence, we started the business in 2019, October, and from there we've been really blessed to see a great uh, uptake in the sense that in terms of practitioners that we have now on our platform, we're sitting on um, 69 registered practitioners, and over and above that in terms of the clients that we support that range from, um, you know, we've worked with um, Health and Welfare Sector Education and Training Authority, where we supported health workers on the front line in 2020. And I mean, there just alone, we're looking at supporting, uh, providing a thousand sessions. We're also supporting, um, you know, um, SAP, um, a hotel group that we're working with. And what this basically means for us is that in terms of lives that we've got covered on our platform, it's just over 4,000. And this has obviously led to us being able to achieve um, just over 35,000 minutes of um, uh, therapy that we facilitated through the platform. But uh, not only that, uh, over and above that, we've actually uh, received a seed round investment from a disease management company that currently has 1.8 million lives under management. So it's been quite an emotional journey uh, because for me it's all about uh, pushing uh, on a vision of obviously destigmatizing mental health and, and ensuring that we can make it a lot more accessible and affordable for the African population. Mm-hmm. And any, I guess, support and interface you've received from you know the public health system? Because what one would think, you know, there's big questions around how do you get this model rolled out at scale? Um, and one way to do it would be, I guess, to ramp up uh, the scale of the practitioners you have on the platform. 
the other is to, I guess, strike up partnerships, as you've already said. Um, so to date, we haven't actually had any uh, real partnerships uh, with, with government per se. Uh, I mean, the actual uh, opportunity that we had with uh, the health and welfare sector education training authority has mm. been one that we obviously now looking to grow. We're actually in final discussion uh, uh, phase where, because we were running a pilot with just the, the health workers, but now how do we extend that? And um, yeah, it's exciting, and uh, I think that's where we're going to be able to actually uh, provide more uh, uh, support in the health sector. Okay. Ntunga, let's leave it there, my brother, and uh, I wish you and your team all of the best as uh, you continue to grow this uh, uh, app, uh, Psyched. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming through this evening. Oh, thank you very much for uh, having me. Well, I really appreciate it.